Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. We roll on Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming to you live from the seaport brought to you by Gray Goose. Lots of football conversation Today, as we bear down on the Christmas holidays and everything else and, and the finish of what's been a really fascinating football season in so many different ways, we had uh, Mike Tannenbaum and Dominic Foxworth in here a little while ago, and now my information man extraordinaire, Dan Graziano, who is uh, was off in the last hours since we finished Get Up, I assume buying thermal underwear and boots and large hats and... That bad yet? Like it's like January You're going to Buffalo games. Saturday yeah. night, Dan. It's not that bad yet? Yeah, I mean, I, it, it freaks you out. I know the whole idea of being cold and uncomfortable. And but I love it. Stuff. I mean, I yeah. love watching it on television. You like other people being oh, cold love and it. uncomfortable. Right? I, I am firmly yeah. of the opinion that fans love weather oh, games. Yeah. Absolutely. Even some like to sit in the stands and watch them, which I don't understand, but but definitely to watch them on TV for sure. So you've got Buffalo, Miami this Saturday yeah. night. What do you expect from the, there's a big game? Oh, and yeah. We were just sitting here talking about the Jets path to get into the playoffs, which, of course, is of interest to me. And a lot of that, to me, has to do with Miami losing. Yeah. If the Dolphins lose this game, then the Jets would be in a position to control at least their own destiny relative to them because they play each other at the end of the season right. and they already have a game in hand against them. They beat the Tua-less Dolphins earlier this year. Right. What are, you know, Tua's had a back-to-back kind of rough games. Now he goes to a, what might be i got to look back at this. Is this his first real weather game? Like, has he ever had a game in conditions like what you should probably be expecting Saturday night? The coldest game he's ever played was a 36-degree uh, kickoff temp against Tennessee last year. And oh, my God. That would be like sunbathing weather. What, what is it going to be Saturday night? I think, I think 20s. 20s. Yeah. 20s with a possibility of snow, according S- to the forecast. Didn't someone tell me six inches of snow? Yeah, yeah, I think that, that in Buffalo, my understanding is the lake effect snow can sometimes be kind of unpredictable till right at the end. Mm-hmm. So there's a storm moving across the northern part of the country that could affect it, but the lake effect snow is a, a different thing. And if those things were to combine, I think they could be, this is my amateur meteorologist mm-hmm. talking, I think they could, they could have a lot of accumulation. But I think right now it's too soon to know. I'm still optimistic that it'll be dry. <laughs> that you're going to go up there. And what are we going to see from Tua? What is your prediction? What, what is he going to be like against... I hope he doesn't watch the film of what happened to Mike White there against this defense last week. Well, I'm sure that he will. And, and, and watching the film of what's happened to him the last couple of weeks and try and figure out what's going on with the way the defenses are playing him. Uh, from what I understand, the Chargers' plan was to press the receivers at the line and be physical with them, which throws off the timing. And, and everything with Tua has been about timing and rhythm all year. And so if you can throw that off, then he has to go to whatever plan B is. And so far, they haven't found it. So Buffalo's defense in 28 degrees is not the greatest opportunity to figure out what's wrong with your offense. So I think it's going to be a tough one. And, and then I think, do they have New England the following week? They have, I think they have another, a road game in New England coming up as soon after that. I think you're right. I'll confirm. So... It, that, I mean, it's going to be tough. They went out to California. They stayed the week. They lost both games. And now they have to do 
No, there's no way they have. They wouldn't have four road games in a row. They're the Packers. Game next. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, they will come home. They'll home the game Jets against the home. Packers. Yeah, and, and they, they will finish right. with the Jets at home. So one way or another, we'll see. That bottom of the AFC is going to sort itself out yeah. in fairly interesting fashion. And one of the things that will happen at the end of this offseason, or the end of this season, is the Dolphins will have to make a decision on picking up the fifth-year option for Tua, which right. it's a foregone conclusion at this point they will. Yeah. They don't have first-round picks in this draft. But I want to talk about, I want to take a conversation that we had in our pre-show meeting this morning, you and me and Dominique and Mike Tannenbaum and the rest of the Get Up crew, and bring it here. Here's what aggravates me about the draft, all right? I love the draft. I now have the extraordinary privilege of hosting the draft for ESPN. It's my favorite thing I do all year hmm. long. I love it. But here's what drives me nuts. So as we were building up to last year's draft, all I kept hearing was everyone is desperate to trade into next year's draft. That's when it's going to be laden with quarterbacks. Oh, the quarterback class of the 2023 draft is going to be unbelievable. Everyone's dying to trade their picks into that and all of that. Yep. So this morning I said to Tannenbaum, which quarterback do you like? And he said, no, what you got to do is trade back to next year. And you got to take Caleb Williams, the kid who just won the Heisman out of USC. And there's another kid from who just decided to stay at North Carolina. That guy's going to be really good. You don't want to be in this class. You want to be in next year's class. Well, why in the hell do you want to take a pick? Like we decide these things on these quarterbacks. And every single year we just decide they're no good. The more we watch them, the less we like them. And that is where the league gets it wrong all the time. You bring this kid Brock Purdy into play last week, right? Mm-hmm. Why can he play? One of the reasons is he started four years of college football. Then you draft Mitch Trubisky, who's played like 12 games, and you wonder why he looks a little overwhelmed. Yeah, Zach Wilson. These one-year wonders, and these teams get these guys wrong. Uh, Yes. The the reason it changes, the simple answer is a year is a very long time in the life of a college prospect, right? If you're only playing three or four years— um, a year can make a big difference in your evaluation of a guy, and we have seen that. And the guys that survive it uh, are the exceptions. Even, I mean, even by the end, and I know he went number one. Even by the end, like there were people were down on Trevor Lawrence. Like, mm-hmm. like is this? Like he didn't didn't look as good as he did as a freshman, and on all that. So, yeah, I think you're right. The league does get it wrong. I mean, if 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 four quarterbacks are going to go in the first round, then the history tells us. Maybe two of them are gonna are gonna work out. That's terrible. Like considering what you're investing, you, you have to hit at a higher percentage than that. Uh, I've heard you say a million times more quarter young quarterbacks are ruined than than uh, than made, and that's a big part of it. Why is Brock Purdy playing well? Well, he's in a pretty good offensive system with pretty good coaches, and that matters an awful lot. Absolutely, and, and then. For, for those of you who haven't seen it, McShay has his first McBoard. That's where this conversation began today. His first mock draft. He has four quarterbacks in the first 11 picks. And these are the names you're going to be hearing all over the place as we work our way towards this. Will Levis from Kentucky, uh, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, Anthony Richardson from uh, Florida. And then the guy he has going number one is Bryce Young, who yeah. won the Heisman a year ago yeah. at Alabama. And here's the book on Bryce Young. He's undersized, but he's got... Mahomes like arm talent and I heard that and I immediately fell out of my chair because I heard exactly that two years ago about a guy named Zach Wilson and the Jets won't even give him a uniform to play in on Sundays anymore because it has gone so badly little bit difference between you know Zach Wilson playing the low number of games he played for BYU and what Bryce Young has done at Alabama right I mean so so that that matters a lot the thing with Bryce Young is the early and again, I'm I am I'm knee deep in what's going on in the season. We're talking about coaching carousel coming up. Like the draft is not something I've done a ton of reporting on. Uh-huh. Yeah, but to the extent that I have, I mean Bryce Young 
can play the quarterback position. Like, they do everything you want him to do in terms of playing quarterback. But the teams will tell you, I wish he was three, four inches taller. Yeah. Right? I mean, he, he's very he's small. He's right. Thin. That was what Tannenbaum was saying. Right? Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's not, not just short. He's, he's small. He's not built like Russell Wilson or, or Kyler Murray. Is, you know, like, like the, the, or even Baker Mayfield. Like, you know, the guys that have come in with the reputation of maybe they were too small to make it. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, does that mean he has to go to a certain place to have success? I don't know. It, it, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see which, if any of them, goes number one overall. But I just wanted to set the table for the conversation with that because this is what I really wanted to ask you. As we consider what teams are going to do now about Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. and about Joe Burrow and about Justin Herbert and about Tua and about Jalen Hurts and all these quarterbacks who might have untold hundreds of millions of dollars about to be put in front of them. To what degree will teams look at Russell Wilson? Yeah. 243 million. Deshaun Watson, 230 million. Aaron Rodgers, 151 million. Kyler Murray, 231 million. And say, you know, we better be pretty careful before we put all this money on the table. Mm-hmm. If our objective here is winning, and we might want to consider letting some of these guys graduate if we're not so sure. I mean, the Cardinals, the last thing they wanted Cardinals. to do was sign Kyler Murray, and they did it anyway. That's the, the direct comparison to the guys you're talking about is, is Kyler Murray. Because Russell Wilson, that's a third or fourth contract at age 35. And Aaron Rodgers, we know all about that. And Deshaun Watson was a weird and unique circumstance, obviously. But Kyler Murray deal is the one that compares to... He, he last year was in the situation that that Burrow and Jalen Hurts and Tua and Herbert will find themselves in this offseason. So you have to be sure you have the right guy. And he wasn't as good as any of them. All four of those guys are better than him, including Tua, are all better than Kyler Murray, and he got $231 million. So they decided they had no other choice, right? And the, remember, the agent was pressuring him to do a yeah. deal early in the offseason. The, the initial deal that they signed had a clause in there that he had to study four hours a week. Like, if you got to put that in a contract... Like, you are signing the wrong then guy. Then aren't you better right. off letting the player <laughs> right. graduate? And people yes. say, well, well, then what are you going to do at quarterback? And I'll right. say, you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to spend $230 million on a guy that I just know isn't going to win me the Super Bowl someday. Now, we have seen in recent years teams able to to sort of get out of the mistake, right? The Philadelphia Eagles with Carson Wentz, right? The L.A. Rams with Jared Goff. Right after those guys signed big deals, uh, within within a calendar year, I think, both were traded. Um and and the teams had different kinds of backup plans. The Eagles had drafted Jalen Hurts, uh, and the Rams ended up going out and getting Matthew Stafford. So you do have to know where you're going next if you don't do it. But I think considering how much money these team owners have and what the ex- expectation is for cap growth in the next couple of years, I, I think you're going to see these guys get their contracts. I, really, I really do. I, I, I Look, I mean, unless they're going to play hardball like Lamar Jackson has on the guarantees, you know, something like that, but... I think the teams are going to try to sign these guys. You mentioned the fifth-year option. Those guys, so Burrow, Herbert, and Tua will have fifth-year options for 2024. Hurts won't because he's second-round pick. So those options will get picked up unless there's some sort of significant injury concern, which with Tua, you know, to this point there has been, but if he gets through the season healthy, then I think you can assume that option gets picked up. Picking up the fifth-year option is one thing. 
signing a guy, starting the clock all over again at enormous You've got to be sure. It's something you better be real careful about. I mean, about. the Bengals are pretty sure they have the right guy. Like, I think they're going to sign him, I, I think, assuming they can. They've well, done. He's you, one that it feels like you, you'd be out of your mind not to. Right? I, he's already shown you everything that you could possibly he be shown. He took the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl in his second season. Like, think, I mean, that's and he's going to do it again. Historical laughingstock <laughs> franchise. He's going to do it again, isn't he? He's, he's gone the Super Bowl this I year. I mean, I, I wouldn't bet against him. Cincinnati-Philly is the Super Bowl this year. Interesting. At this point, right? Doesn't that feel right? Yeah, I can Cincy, see it. Philly, Cincy-Dallas, San oh, Francisco. I like the Kansas City-Philly-Andy Reid Bowl. Mm. I think that's a good one. Especially if like Andy were to like Andy win it and then he walk off like, that's it, I'm out of here. Yeah, that'd be good. Beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Do you have large boots? Like, do you have anything that you're prepared to I'm, wear? I'm, on? I, I grew up in New Jersey and I live in Connecticut. Like, I'm, I can handle... Cold weather. Oof. Like, I'm not, you know. I'm so looking forward to watching your reports whilst you stand, whilst I'm sitting and drinking a hot toddy it's on the, my couch and watching you be cold in the snow covering <laughs> Bill's Dolphins for us on Saturday I'm night. excited to be there. You are the best. Gross, thank you, my friend. Thank Always you. a pleasure. All right, we have much more to do as we continue today, including a question about wearing masks that only we on this program could possibly ask. Don't miss it next. Greeny. The podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Did I do it again? I, I felt like I went years without doing it. And then Nuno told me, and I, in all honesty, I didn't even realize I had said it. Did I go to a break after our conversation with Graziano by saying, you're watching Get Up on ESPN? Did I do that? 
yeah, question not- about wearing masks that only we on this program could possibly ask. Don't miss it next. Let's get up on ESPN. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm losing it. I mean, I'm just obviously losing it. Now, if, if I wanted to offer a defense of myself in this case, it is that I am heavily medicated. I have an enormous amount of medicine going on inside of me that is keeping me from coughing nonstop and, and thus enabling me to say anything at all. But if I'm going to actually misidentify the show I'm hosting, perhaps we've identified a problem. So this is the equivalent of Tom Brady missing a wide open Mike Evans and, that yell- and yelling at other people. At least you're not yelling at Nuno and me. No, I'm making other excuses. <laughs> it's, it's the cough medicine. <coughs> I have to stop laughing because the coughing starts with the laughing. Okay, so anyway, uh, to be very clear, this is ESPN Radio, not ESPN Television. The show is called Hashtag Greeny. It is not called Get Up. That said... There is a story about the wearing of masks that only we could tell. Nuno, you need to hear what happened this morning. So wearing masks is something that, you know, obviously during the COVID uh, pandemic became a thing. And I, I hate how much people fight over this topic, but whatever. So when I got the flu, I decided I was going to, when I went out in public, I, I you know, was going to the doctor, whatever it was, that I would wear a mask as a consideration to people. And so I have them. And what I have discovered over the course of time, I almost never wear them anymore, but what I have discovered over the course of time is that every now and again in a pair of pants, like in the pocket of a pair of pants, I will find that I have one that was just left in there from once upon a time. I had dozens of them like most other people did, and I don't even realize that I have it, but it's in the pocket of the pants. So, and they're not, they are these nice cloth ones that I like, not, not the disposable ones that you buy like in a box, but you know, they has got like these, I don't know, nice, I don't know what they're made of, cotton or whatever you make that out of. So I have them. So Nuno, the other day I take my dog out for a walk, little Phoebe, and I realize as I'm walking out the door of my building that I've forgotten to bring the little plastic bags that we use to clean up after our dogs. I think to myself, okay, no problem. Because we live across the street from a park. I will take her to the dog park where they have them. They give them away. There's just like a little dispose, like a little dispenser, and you can grab one. No problem. We'll get there. So I'm crossing. I cross the street. I'm walking towards this dog park. And all of a sudden, Phoebes assumes the position. This is over. <laughs> this is going to happen now, and there's not a damn thing I can do about it. And I'm very upset because I'm the person who will give you the dirtiest look in the world if you don't clean up behind your dog. Let let there be no doubt about this. I'm going to clean up behind my dog. And so I'm standing there in something of a panic. I don't know what I'm going to do. Am I going to reach down there with my bare hand and clean this up? Like I'm really in a moment and sort of as an impulse, I just sort of pat my pockets like, what do I have in my pockets? And I realize I have a mask. It's a miracle has befallen me. I have a cloth mask in my front left pocket of my pants. Fantastic. So I have something to use. Clean up behind the dog there. Throw that in the garbage. And I get on with my day. This has been a win. And I come home and I say to Stace, you got to want to hear a story. I can tell you about one mask that no one's ever going to wear again. That's for damn sure. And we had a little bit of a laugh about the whole thing. Nuno, Hembo says to me when I tell him this story, what would you have done, Hembo? 
I would have washed the mask and reused it because it's a washable mask that I can reuse. All right. Can you kick him off the set? Yeah, seriously. Like, out of all the asinine things he said on the show, and there's this been a list. Shake nerds. Like, that is probably the most disturbing, disgusting thing that he, that has been said on the show. Ow. I agree. Because because it is it is vile. You have crossed a line. I mean, I think, I, I honestly, I think we should take a, a, a vote amongst the listeners whether you should be allowed to continue. And by that, I mean just in general, much less here. How in the world, what in the world are you talking about? And please tell me you're just saying that for shock value. No, no, no. No shock value here. I, I, maybe I'm desensitized to these things now that I have twins that I change every single day. But they poop on themselves all the time. We throw the onesies in the wash. We dry them and they rewear them. Why would a mask be any different? Do you put them back on their face? No. You are not, first of all. They are, I assume they are not doing this into a onesie. They're doing this into some sort of diaper yes, that but is it often spills. controlling most of the waste. Yes. Second of all, that True. area of the clothing remains down there south of the equator. Okay, So what they're wearing, the soiled area of this is down there in Chile. right? It's down there in Argentina, down there. It's not up there, and we're talking about Montreal. Okay, We're talking about the very top. We're way north of the equator. This mask is going directly over your mouth and nose after it's washed you have cr- what there's not enough washing that could be done in, in in all of civilization you could wash that you could hazmat it i'm trying to think of all the things that you could do to it whatever it is that one does that they sterilize like the the equipment that they might use for an operation in an <laughs> emergency room whatever the case is you could do all of those things and i wouldn't consider putting that mask on my face or that of any human being that I knew. If you don't have the mask with you, though, uh, and you're sitting there, and this is some street in New York City, I assume there are witnesses, correct? Yeah, it's people. So many people could potentially see. What are you then doing? I don't know. Because I would much rather rewear a mask that I washed a couple times that had all that on it than pick it up with my bare hands. Yeah. I don't know what I was going to do. I honestly was, I, I, I broke out going to sweat. I mean, I can panic. Oh my God, what am I going to do? And what I think I would have done is I would have like tried to wave to everyone, I'm coming back for this. <laughs> and then I would have run to the dog park. I was only about maybe 250 yards away from pay dirt over there. And I would have run over there with Phoebes, who doesn't run so good anymore. She's 12 years old. So she's going to run real fast, but we should, well, I'm going to pick her up and we're going to run over there. We're going to come back and we're going to try and make the situation right that had been so wrong. I'm much more liable to have done that. So, Nuno, is that or is that not just an abnormal thing for a human being to actually say to another, particularly at six o'clock in the morning? I- it is. And I just realized, you know, apparently, you know, I don't have children, but like, I think after, you know, a lot of guys after a certain amount of, of kids decide to have vasectomies, I oh. think Hembo just had a on air vasectomy, just said, Hey, I was going to put a, I would put a mat, a mask that I picked up dog poo back on my face. Yeah, I mean, and I would much rather, listen, I've had a vasectomy, and I'm telling you right now, I would much sooner go through that again <laughs> than rewear a mask after it has been used to clean up behind my dog. And the vasectomy, I'm not going to lie to you, was no picnic. <laughs> um, but that's neither here, neither here nor there. It was well worth doing, and you've just made me even more happy that I did it. In the meantime, uh, in an appropriate uh, twist of fate, the next conversation is going to be about smelly point spreads, um, some lines for this weekend that don't smell so good to us. So if you're interested in hearing about a way that you might be able to make a few bucks this weekend, you're not going to want to miss it next. Greeny, the podcast.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. In the preceding moments, if you were just joining us, Hembo has uh, jumped directly over the line that separates human being from just grotesque other sort of animal. And and, and you are trying to suggest to me that there are people on Twitter who are taking your side yeah, in this absolutely. debate? Uh, at CD underscore 2K tweets at us and says Hembo. And, and you know, I get most of my... Mm. Um, most of my when it comes to hygiene mm. I get most of my information from at CD underscore 248 so that's pretty good perfect so he yeah. says Hembo as, as alarming as this is then Greeny better bring his own towels sheets and pillowcase when he travels because hotels and hospitals don't throw away soiled linens thank you CD underscore 2k he just dunked on you you stay at a hotel right without bringing your own stuff or a hospital bed without bringing your own stuff well, I don't. Let's let's separate those two from one another. I don't generally go to the hospital and decide to sleep there voluntarily. Like I don't think to myself, "Hey, what do you guys got going tonight? Uh, I'm going to go over to Beth Israel and just catch a nap." Like that's just not that's not the way that's going to go generally for me. You know what happens in hotels, though. Now in hotels, what happens? People aren't generally. I can't believe we're having this not conversation. Generally, not defecating on the bed sheets, are they? Not usually. All right, now we have to change Possible. the topic. No, we can't do this. We can't Let's do move this. Move on. Yes, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't have this conversation. Yeah, no, no, we're moving on. Right? Let's move on to literally anything from this. You know what I have? Mm. Basketball notes. <laughs> the scoop. <laughs> I've got basketball notes. No, no. Did you know the Nets? have won eight of their last nine games, including the worst game in NBA history, a game in which they literally didn't play eight of their players, and they still beat Indiana. They didn't play KD. They didn't play Kyrie. I actually watched a little bit of that game just to see how much fun I could have trying to identify who it was that was out there on the floor playing in Indiana, and the Nets won that game. And while they're doing all of this winning, Kevin Durant is on the kind of run that you generally never see. Durant has averaged 32 points a game playing eight of the nine games of this winning streak. 
Prior to Durant, the last player to average 30 points on 60% shooting and 90% free throws over an eight-game span was Durant himself back in 2014. Before that, it was Larry Bird in 1986. Kevin Durant is shooting the basketball right now about as well as it has ever been shot in history. And a very strange thing has happened, and I, I have to give credit to our friend, Mr. Stephen A. Smith, who before the season began picked the Nets to come out of the East. And as their season began with all of the ridiculousness that it was, I'm not even sure how to sum up all of the things that happened with Kyrie Irving and everything else, and they were losing and they were looking kind of bad doing it, changing coaches, etc. We were pretty merciless over there on that NBA Countdown show, particularly Will Bond giving Stephen A. the business. Now, I don't know that I can sit here and tell you that the Nets are going to win the East, but I can tell you that doesn't sound so crazy right this minute as they are winning games. Nuno, if you were to make a list of teams you could see winning the Eastern Conference Championship this year, right this minute, and I think this is going to be a very active trade deadline because of this Victor Wembanyama player, this kid that is going to be coming to the sport from France, that teams right around Christmas, I think, so pretty soon, are going to start selling. They're going to start losing the, the way the teams, NBA teams can lose, which is by trading off players. So I think there's going to be a lot. The good teams are going to get a lot better fast. So I'm just going to start naming teams. Nuno, you tell me yes or no. This team realistically <clears throat> could come out of the East. Okay. Boston. Yes. Milwaukee. Yes. Philadelphia. No. Cleveland. No. Toronto. No. The Nets. Yes, as of right now, I know it's still early, but yes. That's they, it, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think there's only three teams that I think you truly look at and say they can actually you know, come out of the East. I think uh, that's right. And I, I think you're right. And real quick, yeah, starting Thursday, so December 15th is a huge date for the in the NBA calendar where – a lot of those, where those contracts or a lot of them that were signed during the summer, you can trade, start trading some of those players away. Yeah. And Woj has been pointing to that and, and generally to Christmas time is the time beyond that, which is a good point worth mentioning. But beyond that, just that th- this is the time when teams will decide, okay, we're not making a championship run rather than try and make a run into the play in which they've done a good job of of giving more teams hope and all the rest of that and the effort to keep teams from losing on purpose. But this one year, because this prospect is considered to be the best that we've seen in the sport, maybe ever, that there will be teams that will just start selling off and that right around eh, two weeks from now is the time to expect to start seeing that. So we'll see if the Nets make a little deal. They need someone big. If the Nets go out and get themselves someone big, I think that they they are one of three teams you could see winning the Eastern Conference. Now they'd be third on my list. Do you believe the Sixers should be in that discussion? It's too yes. The Sixers haven't been whole for most uh, of the season. I have a hard time not putting them on that list. Like if the Sixers are healthy and whole and right, it's Embiid playing at an MVP level. Harden has looked a little better when he's played. I think they have to be on the list. Fair enough. One other thing I wanted to point out here, and and I've been paying a little bit of attention to it again. I host the NBA stuff. For us, but Nuno put it in the document. I think it's worth pointing out. Is everyone paying attention to how good Zion Williamson is? Zion is playing for, don't look now, maybe the best team in the league. (laughs) The New Orleans Pelicans are playing unbelievably well. They win no matter who doesn't play for them. And Zion has played his way into the MVP conversation. 
The Pelicans have won seven games in a row. Zion is averaging 30 points on 67% shooting, plus nine rebounds and five assists. I mean, Zion is having like an MVP caliber season. How many games will he have to play for you to take it seriously? If he plays 68 games this year and the Pelicans finish in the top three in the West, like I don't know when, I don't know how many games to expect the guys with the Clippers to play. The Clippers are the best team. <clears throat> when those guys play and when the playoffs come, they will. I think the Clippers are going to be the team to beat. They're the best team in the West if, if those guys are healthy. If Kawhi is healthy, then I think those, that's the team to beat in the West. And then you start figuring out who else could be dangerous. I, and I think Zion and the Pelicans have to be a team that you consider to be significantly dangerous right there with Memphis when they're healthy. Uh, Phoenix, do we want to, are we taking them seriously? I mean, Dallas is so dependent on one player. I know he made the run last year, but can you count on just Luca doing that all by himself out there again this year? Uh, New Orleans is a team that has to be taken seriously in the Western Conference. Very. Zion's great. Their roster is deep. Right now, they're the one seed in the West. They have the number five offense in the league. They have the number three defense in the league. And oh, by the way, they have the Lakers' first-round pick, which is a 65% chance, according to our model, to be a top-10 pick. I'm not sure there's a team in the sport better positioned for the here and now and moving forward than New Orleans is. And, and, and give me, right now, Nuno, if you were a voter, and I am, so at some point I'm going to have to make these decisions. If you were a voter, where is Zion on your MVP list? How many names are ahead of him for MVP right now? I, I mean, I would think he's that the KD, Zion... And, you know, like Giannis is still Giannis. So I think it becomes like top three. Uh, Luka Doncic? Yeah, but I just wonder with Luka. And like we've heard, and if you listen to enough, uh, enough, and you should all be listening to our podcast, either Lowe and obviously Wendy, they bring up that at some point in time, like the Mavs will have to make a move that truly helps Luka versus... you know, because eventually we're going to start hearing rumblings where Luca wants out based upon the mm-hmm. fact that he doesn't have the help that he needs. Look, they're fourteen and thirteen. If if you took and, and right now they're in a in a in a in a playing kind of a mode, but everything is so jam packed. I mean, the difference between the first seed and the the eleventh seed in the West is five and a half games. So everything is yet to be figured out. If you took Luca off the Mavericks, would they be the worst team in the league? They'd be close. Right? They, they might can, be the worst team in the league. We can run the numbers when Luke is <laughs> off the floor. And when he's off the floor, they have the worst offense in the league by a million miles. They are awful. And the fact that they weren't able to keep Jalen Brunson is obviously a big reason. For yeah, them. they were in Chicago over the weekend. A bunch of people I know went to the game. Luca didn't play. And I, I think that was like a 40-point game. And oh, the, the Bulls just obliterated They stink them. otherwise. Yeah. So anyway, a couple of interesting basketball notes. And as we work our way through the end of the football season here, we certainly will have more hoops for you as we work our way into, uh, you know, into the trade deadline and the rest of it with the NBA. Did you know that ZipRecruiter can fill any job you're hiring for this holiday season? Four out of five ZipRecruiter employees, employers, excuse me, get a quality candidate within the first day four out of five zip recruiter employers get a quality candidate in one day you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash greeny that's ziprecruiter.com slash g-r-e-e-n-y meanwhile this is a perfect opportunity for you to try some active listening unsolicited advice 
All right, you don't need any advice from us on gambling, but we're going to give it to you anyway. Hembo has identified a couple of lines that he thinks are a little, as he calls them, smelly. He says to me, Greeny, that's a smelly line. A few of them that you don't think feel quite right. Give us a couple this week as we look ahead to a, a very interesting NFL weekend that starts Thursday night, by the way, just to get, make sure everyone is kind of set on this Tuesday morning. Thursday night, we got San Francisco, Seattle. So that's a huge game. Seahawks need to bounce back. They have they have fallen considerably. They just lost at home to Carolina this past weekend. San Francisco, right now, that kid, Brock Purdy, is the story of the sport, the story of the season. So we got that on Thursday night. Then we got three games Saturday, including Dolphins-Bills Saturday night prime time. So that's good. And then, you know, the regular Sunday-Monday stuff. So we had a very interesting NFL weekend ahead. Give me some lines you're looking at. All right, here's the first one. This is a Saturday game. The Colts. At the Vikings. I want you to guess what this number is or what you think this number should be. Okay. So the Vikings, having just lost, Jeff's team is playing everybody tough. How much of a mensch Jeff Saturday is, by the way. Jeff Saturday gets a head coaching job. He's obviously up to his armpits in being as busy as he can. But he sees that I'm sick. He starts sending me notes, making sure wow. that I'm okay. He's Good just such him. a sweetheart of a man. I want him to win this game so badly, but they won't. Because the Vikings are, I mean, Justin Jefferson is ridiculous. Um, and as as unspectacular as they are, and you were right, by the way, you got into it with a caller last week, they now have a negative point differential on the season, don't they? They're, they're 10 and 3, but they have a negative point differential on the season. That's incredible. That's almost hard to do, but they've somehow managed to do it. Yeah, they got 10 wins by a total of 64 points, and their three losses by a total of 65 points. So they've actually been outscored by one point through 13 games in a season in which they are 10-3. and three. Anyway, what do you think that, that number I is? I think that it's got to be a touchdown. I, I think they've got to be a 7.5-point home favorite. The line is Vikings minus 4. Mm. That's what Vegas thinks of the Vikings. They are a 4-point favorite over the Colts. Now, the Colts are coming off a bye, but the Vikings are still at home. So what Vegas is telling you is, in effect, these teams, if they played on a neutral field, would be a virtual pickup pick 'em game that i agree with you that is a very interesting line i mean my inclination is to say that minnesota wins that like Je- jeff's teams have fought hard if, if you look at the games they've lost that even that dallas game where they gave up like 30 points in the fourth quarter that was a two-point game going to the fourth quarter so okay that's a good example of a smelly line i agree that is one that it jumps off the page at me what else you have here's the other giants at the commanders guess the line all right so we just saw these teams play each other like two weeks ago, and it was a tie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't imagine home field means that much. I think the commanders, if, if anything, I think I would look at this and say Washington's arrow was pointed very slightly up, and the Giants' arrow is pointed maybe a little more down. Washington is home. I would guess that Washington would be a very slim favorite. I would guess at home something like Washington minus two. It's Washington minus four and a half. Huh. That many points. Surprised me too. Uh, amongst two teams, Nuno, what do you think of that? You're a Giant fan, four and a half point dog this weekend at Washington in a huge game for both teams. That tie is, is going to wind up, that tie is going to screw Detroit. <laughs> that, that's what's going to happen. They needed one of those teams to lose and neither of them did. Watch them tie again. <laughs> Watch them go out there and play to a 17-17 tie <coughs> Pardon me, in our nation's capital. What do you think of that point spread, Nuno? I mean, I, I think Vegas wants you to put your money on the Giants. And, and just, I don't know. Like, 
you know, Daniel Jones does play well in FedEx Field, uh, although it's going to be a Sunday night game, so that worries me. Um, I think Carson Wentz might be back as the backup, so maybe that's that factor. I, I don't know. So, I, so I, I like it. I, I like your I like your uh, point spread idea here. That is pretty good. I find those both interesting. My inclination is to say that in those games. I would fall directly into the traps that I think are being set. I would take Minnesota and give the points. I would take the Giants and take the points. As a consequence, I can assure you neither of those will hit. The Fighting Saturdays will pull off an upset in Minnesota, and the Giants will lose by three touchdowns. Yes, isn't a smart play here? Based on what we know and how smart those guys are out there, it's to take the Colts plus four and the Commanders minus four and a half. I like it. That's That's our unsolicited advice. Very quickly here. All right, let's do one last thing, and we can save. So you you tell me you... You have like a, a machine, you have a computer program where you can actually run the schedules for all the teams that are fighting for the last playoff spots in the AFC. We can go through all their wins and losses and figure out how it's all going to play out. We can do that exactly. Okay. So tomorrow we'll do that because we only have a minute and a half left here. We don't have enough time to do it. But do I have this right in my head? The playoff teams in the AFC are going to be Kansas City, Tennessee, Buffalo, Baltimore, and Cincinnati. That's five teams. That leaves two wild card spots for the Jets, the Dolphins, the Chargers, and the Patriots. That's right. And so two of those four teams are going to make it. So we'll run the simulations. But right this minute, if you had to bet on it, who would, which two teams do you think will make it? I would bet on the Chargers, and I would bet on the Dolphins. The Chargers have a pretty easy schedule as, we go, as we'll go over tomorrow. I think the Patriots and the Jets have a really, really tough one. No, no. Which of those two teams? Uh, Chargers and I think the Jets at this point in time. I'm starting to worry about the uh, Dolphins, especially because they're going to have a few of those cold games that uh, they don't do well in. That's right. I think the, I think the Dolphins are going to lose at Buffalo, and I think they're going to lose at New England. Uh, and, and, and then they'll play the Jets maybe with their season on the line. I hate the fact that I think this, but I think the Jets are going to make it along with the Chargers. We will see. We'll see you tomorrow. ESPN Radio. for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.